Properties of matter. You know that a piece of cork is different from a piece of clay. Cork will break if you squeeze it hard, but clay will flatten or bend into a new shape. If you had a scale handy, you would find that a piece of cork weighs less than a piece of clay the same size. If you drop both objects in water, you would see that the cork floats, but the clay sinks. Characteristics like these that help us identify or classify matter are called properties. All matter has both physical properties and chemical properties. Physical properties are those that can be observed without changing the makeup or identity of the matter. For example, clay is malleable, which means it will bend or flatten when squeezed. Squeezing changes the shape of the clay but does not change what the clay is made of. Malleability is an example of a physical property. The chart below lists some common physical properties of matter. Density, the amount of matter in a given volume, mass per unit volume. Ductility, the ability to be pulled into a thin strand like a wire. Malleability, the ability to be pressed or pounded into a thin sheet. Boiling point, the temperature at which a substance changes from a liquid to a gas. Melting point, the temperature at which a substance changes from a solid to a liquid. Electrical conductivity, how well a substance allows electricity to flow through it. Solubility, the ability to dissolve in another substance. Chemical properties describe matter based on its ability to change into a new kind of matter with different properties. For example, paper is flammable. It is capable of burning in the presence of oxygen. Flammability is a chemical property of paper. A chemical property of iron is its tendency to rust. Rusting occurs when the iron reacts with oxygen to produce iron oxide. Reactivity to acid and water are two more examples of chemical properties. Physical and chemical changes. If you fold a sheet of paper into thirds, you're left with a piece of paper one-third the size of the original. But the newly folded paper is still paper. Two physical properties of the paper, its size and shape, have changed, but, it's not, but not its chemical properties. Such a change is called a physical change. If you hold a lit match to paper, the paper will burn. What you're left with, ash, gases, and smoke, is no longer paper. The chemical properties of the paper have changed, producing new substances. This kind of change is called a chemical change. Many physical changes can be reversed. For example, you can unfold the piece of paper to return it to its original size and shape. Most chemical changes, on the other hand, cannot easily be undone. For example, you can't unburn a charred piece of paper. States of matter. Think about the differences between, for example, a rock, milk, and air. The shape of a rock does not change unless you cut it or smash it. Milk takes on the shape of its container, and if you pour it on the floor, it will spread out into a puddle. Air spreads out even more than milk does, and it keeps spreading out in all directions. Rock, milk, and air present pre represent different physical forms in which a substance can exist. A rock is a solid, milk is a liquid, 
and air is a gas. Solids, liquids, and gases are the three states of matter. A solid keeps its shape and volume. Liquid takes on the shape of its container, keeps the same volume in a container or not, and can flow. Gas takes on the shape and volume of its container. It can flow through a room, for example. Did you know a fourth state of matter is called a plasma? Like a gas, a plasma does not have a definite shape or volume. Plasmas only exist at very high temperatures. Stars, including the sun, are made of matter in a plasma state. But why are solids solid, liquids liquidy, and gases gassy? To answer this question, you need to first understand three things. All matter is made up of tiny particles called atoms and molecules. These particles attract each other. The greater the attraction, the closer the particles get. These particles are constantly in motion and bumping into each other. The temperature of a substance is related to the speed at which its particles move. The state of a substance depends on how fast its particles move and how strong the attraction is between the particles. In a solid, the particles of the sub substance in its solid state vibrate in place, but the vibration isn't great enough to overcome the attraction between the particles and cause them to separate. As a result, the forces between the particles cause them to lock together. Liquid. The particles of a substance move even faster when the substance is in its liquid state. As a result, the particles in liquid can overcome some of the attraction between them. So unlike the particles in a solid, which are locked together, the particles of a liquid can flow around and over each other. If you spill a glass of water on the floor, for example, the water molecules stick together enough to make a puddle, but not enough to keep the shape that the water had when it was in its glass. Gas. The particles of the substance move fastest when the substance is in a gaseous state, so fast that they're able to overcome the attraction between them and separate from each other entirely. That's why a gas will spread out in all directions, filling up a balloon, a room, or the atmosphere. The same process that causes a solid to melt causes a liquid to vaporize. Changing states of matter. Water is a substance that can be found in three states, solid ice, liquid water, and water vapor, a gas. You know from experience that water can change from one state to another. The same is true of most other substances as well. If you put an ice cube in a cup and set it on the counter, the ice will melt. Melting is the change from a solid state to a liquid state. The temperature at which a solid melts is called its melting point. The melting point of ice is zero degrees Celsius. What causes a solid to melt? If you heat a solid, the particles in that solid will begin to move faster. If you keep heating the solid, eventually the motion of the particles will become great enough to overcome the attraction that locks the particles together. When this happens, the solid becomes a liquid. If you place a cup of water in the freezer, the water will turn to solid ice. 
Freezing is the change from a liquid state to a solid state. The temperature at which a liquid freezes is called its freezing point. Because freezing is the reverse of melting, a substance will freeze at the same temperature at which it melts. So the freezing point of water is also zero degrees Celsius. What causes a liquid to freeze? If you cool a liquid, the liquid's particles will begin to slow down. If you keep cooling the liquid, eventually the motion of the particles will slow to the point where they cannot overcome the attraction between them. At some point, the particles will lock together and the liquid will become a solid. Vaporization. If you place a pan of water on a hot stove, eventually the water will begin to boil. Water vapor, or steam, is produced during vaporization. The change from a liquid state to a gaseous state. Boiling causes the liquid water to vaporize. The boiling point of water is 100 degrees Celsius. The same process that causes a solid to melt causes a liquid to vaporize. As a substance is heated, its particles begin to move faster and faster. During vaporization, the fastest particles are able to overcome the attraction of the particles around them and break free completely. These escaped particles become a gas, water vapor. Condensation is the change from a gaseous state to a liquid state. The temperature at which a gas condenses is called its condensation point. At sea level, the condensation point of water vapor is 100 degrees Celsius, the same as the boiling point of water. That is because condensation is the reverse of vaporization. Water vapor can exist in a jar at temperatures below 100 degrees Celsius. If you pour cold juice into a glass on a humid summer day, you will begin to notice beads of water forming on the outside of the glass. What you observe is water vapor from the air around the glass that has condensed on the glass. The same process that causes a liquid to freeze causes a vapor to condense. As a vapor cools, its particles begin to slow down. Condensation takes place when the particles slow down so much that they cannot overcome the attraction of the particles around them. When this happens, they clump together to form a liquid.